0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them till it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star. And on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Isaiah told us in our first reading, he said, See, darkness covers the earth. Yet rejoice, Jerusalem, for the light has come. The glory of the Lord shines upon you. You see, this God, the God, the, our God, who created all that is, who saw the void of nothingness, and into that he spoke the words, Fiat lux. let there be light. He cannot stay away. He cannot endure the void. His creative love breaks in at all times. And in that first moment of his creation, that creative love of his broke forth into all that is. But yet again today on this feast of the epiphany, where the light, the revelation of God, breaks in all the more. That light now wants to break into the darkness of our each individual hearts. His creative, powerful love breaks in at all times, constantly, continually. You see, the beauty of Christmas and the Incarnation, the sacramental system, the dwelling of Christ and the Most Holy Eucharist in this tabernacle, all of it, is all just proof from our God that he cannot leave us alone. He loves us too much to stay away. <clears throat> so in those moments when we feel abandoned, when we feel adrift at sea, we can always call to mind the image of a helpless baby in a manger, in a cave in Bethlehem. We can call to mind a host sitting silent and alone in a tabernacle. We can remember our Lord Jesus Christ with his broken and crucified body on the cross. And remember, he came unto his own, because he loved us too much to stay away. This is the message of the epiphany, that into the darkness of everything in this world, in our lives of sin and lies, our Lord Jesus Christ, the light, breaks in constantly, continually. And in this world where it seems like we've lost our footing, spiraling out of control, not understanding right from wrong, male from female, our intellects darkened by all sorts of different information on Wikipedia, opinion columns, talking heads, news junkies, and the latest five-minute fad, we're a fickle culture that jumps from one Savior to the next because we have yet to settle upon the one Savior, Jesus Christ. But into this darkness, which is no different than so many other ages, our Lord Jesus Christ breaks in over and over again. The epiphany is not one event, but it's something that happens constantly. And in the midst of it, we have to remember one important thing. The kingdom of God is not a general thing. He didn't come to save humanity. He came to save human beings, persons. We're not just numbers of a herd like a bunch of cattle. We are people whom our God knows, and he knows our name. You are called by name, not by number. Our Lord Jesus Christ in the epiphany understands this reality and breaks into our individual lives so beautifully, and that our names have been indelibly marked upon his heart by a lance, and his response to that name is to pour out his precious blood and redeem. You see, my brothers and sisters, we were made for the light, for love, and for relationship. So we learn from the Incarnation, from the Eucharist, from the Resurrection. You are known and called by name. Yet though our Lord Jesus Christ calls us by name, sometimes we do not listen or we cannot hear. We all know that we have those stories and those scripts that run in our minds and in our hearts that we either know about and try to reject or we don't even know about. Some of those stories that we hear when we're not good enough. You have to be perfect. You're rejected. You're abandoned. Whatever it might be. We can see any of these things, these kind of scripts, playing out in our own lives and the lives of those around us. I was blessed with the opportunity for three months to dig into my own stories, the own lies that I understood or didn't understand about myself. And indeed, there were some that were there that I wasn't aware of. But in those lies of fear of rejection, of perfectionism, of whatever it was, I failed. And indeed, my brothers and sisters, I apologize for any way that my failure hurt you or this parish. But the beauty of the epiphany, the beauty of this faith that we believe in, is that when we cling to our Lord Jesus Christ, the light who breaks into the darkness, he can break into everything. And the wonder of our God and the wonder of our lives is that even though we have these stories given to us by others or that we take on ourselves, these lies that go round in our heads and our hearts, He cannot stay away. Our God cannot just sit idly by as if nothing's happening. He breaks in wonderfully, beautifully, and powerfully to dispel the darkness and to bring his healing, love, and light into the midst of it. So on this epiphany, how can we open the window of our heart to let the sunshine of our Lord Jesus Christ shine all the more fully? A few things that I learned. First, we need to call to mind constantly that we are radically loved by a God who loves us. Say it out loud if you need to in those moments when you are down. Isaiah 43:1 has become a constant companion for me. It says this: He who created you, he who formed you, says this: Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name; you are mine. Again, our Lord Jesus Christ does not come in the Eucharist on this altar, just in general for people here. He comes for you personally, to heal you and your wounds, to draw you out, to draw you in, to raise you up, to show you the light. Second, we can learn from the Magi. They found the Word of God incarnate in the flesh because they were unafraid to ask questions. They were filled with wonder and awe. So often in our lives, especially here in America, we're just simply going from point A to point B, problem-solving and trying to get the to-do list done. We need to learn to unplug and be lost in wonder again at the beauty that surrounds us. Delve deeply into the gift of the knowledge and the mysteries that are here before us. To again, ask that question, why? I love being around children because they can always simply ask those questions that we never think of. Well, why that? Why that? Why this? Why that? Inspiring us as well with that sense of wonder and awe of our God and his mercy. The third most important thing I've learned is gratitude. To be gracious for everything and anything. The good and the hard. The fun and the painful. Every moment when we can be grateful, we can find God present. We can find his light breaking into the darkness. It is not impossible to find God anywhere. He is everywhere. And especially when we can be grateful, when we can even write it out, i have tried to get into the practice of daily writing out a list of things I'm grateful for, the hard and the good. It's amazing how much it changes how we see our lives and how we see those around us. To be grateful for even the faults and failures of those around us that inspire us and invite us to heroic charity. To learn to have grateful hearts is a great way to invite the light of Christ in deeply into our lives. This epiphany the light comes to break into the darkness of every aspect of our lives and our world. Will you remember first and foremost that you are called by name and you are loved personally? Will you be again filled with childlike wonder and awe at the mysteries set before you? And can we come to this altar with a gracious heart, trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the light, who is the way, who is the truth? On this epiphany, the light breaks into the darkness but we let it in.